Hey there, pod pals. Are you a print-on-demand creator looking to stay ahead of the curve? You want to know exactly when to launch your designs for every key season and event? How about a chuckle with an extra dad joke to brighten your day? If you said yes to any of these, then it's time to join the print-on-demand cast VIP list. As a VIP, you'll get our free annual design calendar, an amazing guide to help you time your creations perfectly throughout the year. And of course, we'll include a bonus dad joke each week as well. Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side. Radical! Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, we are here live in Long Beach, California. We managed to coerce a guest to sit with us for long enough to put out a podcast. It is the last day of the trade show. Uh, I think, do you fly out this afternoon as well? Or are you here for another day? Oh, you drove. You're from Vegas. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that soon. But uh, sitting here with us is Brandon Mills from Las Vegas, Nevada with Total Promotion Company. Brandon. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for uh, thanks, man. thanks for making I time to, to sit down and chat. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for dealing with me. I, I lost my voice uh, <laughs> over the last few days. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been quite the uh, the trip. You yeah. know, I mean, every yeah. single night. So, for those of you guys who don't, you know, actually get an opportunity to go to a go to a show like this, every single night there's something that happens. Oh, there's a there's a party. There's a gathering. There's a something. Um, so. Josiah and I went out on uh, Friday night. Friday night, and that's no. actually where we met Brandon. Right, right. at yeah. the church um, show at the, Congre- the congregation, congregation Ale yes. House. Yes. Yeah, it was a madhouse. It was a madhouse. They were told that they were going to get forty people, <laughs> and like, uh, there were probably three hundred. It was I like knew a what was going to happen. Yeah. Last, last year, last year it was mm-hmm. packed. It, it was, was crazy. crazy. But anytime you do an open bar, you're, like, you're going to get the people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. There were probably like three hundred people packed. I felt so bad for the staff. Oh, they were loved it. They loved it. Oh yeah, they had to make plenty of money with it. And you could tell they were very stressed. <laughs> yeah, so we we started there, and then you know we, that's where we met Brandon. We had a great conversation with a lot of people there. But Josiah and I decided to keep going, and we, we may have, may or may not have visited a few other places to uh, to get some to more libations. Anyway, so last night Josiah and I we came back after uh, after the show. And we were dead. We were so tired. We we I think I had one. We had one more beer in the room. Yeah, and then we got that was it. Drew the mics and watched movies. We were slap happy. We were slap happy. Yeah, but you. Oh my gosh. You. What did you do? You did a second night. Tell us about what you did. I had to rally uh, (laughs) the guys from Rock. Uh, I met the Printavo girls and. and they got us some uh, some tickets to the uh, to the yacht party. The yacht party. <laughs> now, yeah. what, now you was, heard that right, a, guys. A, a yacht docked, party. A docked yacht party, or just well, a yacht it, party? Well, it was going to be. The yacht was going to go out the night before. I guess the engine broke down, so it was on the dock. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, but uh, they had Everclear on there. Uh, the band. The band. Yeah, and the there's a little bit of nostalgia <laughs> and going the on. Drink. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all open bar, all food. It was all. It was, it was fun. Wow. It, it was a good crowd of people. I don't know if you guys know the guys from Rock, but uh, yeah. I met their tribe. Yeah. They, uh, Were the Ryonet crew there as well? Ryan and those uh, guys. I didn't. I didn't see them. Okay. Uh, I'm sure they were. Yeah, we've got we've got a, a story. Quick oh no, right? actually he was. There. Was he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, I'd be surprised Moore. if he wasn't. Yeah. Brian right. Moore wasn't no, yeah, there. he was coming up the steps. Uh, the way they had it, you could only go on the top of the boat, mm-hmm. like at a certain cap. So like the people that were down below, like they had to wait to come up to the top to the where top. the band okay. was going on. Sure. Okay. And he was like, when I left, he was able to get up. I, okay. I went and saw him. Yeah. I was like, hey, you guys are up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quick story about that. Um, about Ryan, we went to SGIA when it was SGIA. It's now Print United mm-hmm. uh, in Las Vegas a handful of years ago, and Ryanet had a party bus that was happening, and so we ended up on the same bus with Ryan, and he had a guitar and he was playing, you know, started playing, nice. and he started playing Wonderwall, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And so he plays Wonderwall, <laughs> and then he gets through it, and he's like, anyone else have a song? And the guitar gets passed to, to Travis briefly, and we play a John Mayer tune, I think, or something like yeah. that. And Something it goes like back to Ryan. He's like, okay, here we go. And he starts playing Wonderwall again. again. And then he played Wonderwall again. <laughs> it's, it's like so, the repeat so, on the jukebox. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's just funny. Every time we hear Wonderwall, we yeah. always think always of, think of <laughs> Ryan. Good old Ryan yeah, Moore. There's, there's a good dad joke that says, my wife told me to stop playing Wonderwall. Yeah. I said maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, we, we met you. You're in Las Vegas. And, yeah. and one of the things that was intriguing to us is that you're doing quite a bit right now with dtf right right yeah we just down we just went down that journey yeah so okay so so for those that are watching and listening familiarize just kind of tell your story your pod journey how you got into print on demand the print industry in general and then we'll kind of kind of dive into the minutia but let's you know tell us about your story your history in the business so uh started going through a divorce and separation back when i was in texas i was working in the oil industry selling my hours just making good money but but man took all my time yeah and uh and i wanted i wanted something different everything i just something switched to my brain i was like i'm gonna buy other people's hours i don't i don't want to i don't want to sell mine anymore sure uh that's a good way to put it yeah yeah, i like that yeah Yeah. so time is is crucial and i and i value it very much now uh but left Came back to my roots. I grew up uh, right outside of Las Vegas in a little town called Boulder City. It's like we're okay. right where Hoover Dam's at. Okay. Sure, sure. And uh, came back and started looking for opportunity. Just like what's out there, what's what's available. Looking uh-huh. at businesses for sale. Yeah. Uh, I I started two prior businesses, you know, throughout my life. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't want to start one from scratch. Let me see. Let me see what somebody's already done. Yeah. I uh, came across this, this older gentleman that was getting ready to retire, and uh, he had a screen print shop and embroidery, all really, really old equipment, and this little, little dingy, like, like mm-hmm. next to an auto body place yeah. where it was just, but it, but it was something, it was, it was great. Yeah. I uh, bought it at the end of 2019 in did, December. Did you know how to screen print at the time? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. No idea. But, but the business part of it and understanding uh the value and being able to provide value to other people uh, i understood okay so uh and the screen printer i had uh, he was he was gung-ho ready to go jose and he and we met oh, him we met as well yeah okay. jose yeah. is awesome yeah he's super awesome uh, we've, we've really built a, an incredible team it's uh it's solid so my mom came on to help with the embroidery side of it. Mm-hmm. Three months after we bought the business, uh, COVID lockdown started happening. Oh my goodness! Wow. And, and then scary. I was going through a divorce and custody mm-hmm. battle. Oh my gosh. Just like Everything I built was just like gone. <laughs> it was just like, oh wow. my god, I'm starting over. Okay, so we started figuring out ways to survive the, you know, the, what was going on in in Las Vegas and around the world. Uh, I came to Impressions last year, mm-hmm. and that's when I decided I wanted to go down the DTF route. It's okay. on demand. Um, we've been having a need for it. There was lots of different customers that were, you know, the same story. Hey, can you give me four shirts with like 20 colors on it? Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm, no. No. <laughs> no. I'd love to be able to, but no. Right. Yeah, I'm burning 20 screens for four shirts. Yeah. No, I'm not burning 20 screens for 50 shirts. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, we started buying transfers and started going down that route. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, we, we started out with uh, Supercolor. I heard, I heard yep. great yeah. things about Supercolor. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I was like, no, let me give it a try. Uh, I mean, not to knock their product or anything, but there are some things about it that, that we weren't satisfied with. Okay. Uh, some of the negative space problems, the ring around the images. Sure. So then we switched over to stalls. They're Ultramax, DTF. Right. Yep. So, but stalls had their issues too. Uh, one of the problems that we didn't want is the really fine detail. Like if you wanted to have like really thin lines. Yeah. They, they want you to put something, you know, big big underneath it. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, another problem, too, is the wait time. And if you mess up, if you mess something up, or if somebody wants a few more shirts, and you got to wait for the transfers to, to be sure. sent, and, sure. you know, you pay for rush shipping. If, yeah. All of a sudden, the costs start start going way up. So it's like, we need to control the production. And uh, after Impressions last year, I, I won't say the, the name, but I decided on a DTF printer sure and like it's a four-month wait and i thought wow okay all right well you know what that's fine i'll wait four months 
Uh, time started coming. Go. I, I sent the money. Everything was paid. Mm-hmm. Four months go by. It's coming up on the time. I'm like, communication was not really there. Yeah. And uh, I kept pushing them. Where's this wow. at? The week that we were supposed to get it, mm-hmm. they're promising it all the way to that point. He's like, uh, we're not selling you this printer. And I was like, what? What? But it was actually a blessing because the reason he wasn't selling them, he wasn't going to sell them to anybody anymore because they were duds. Oh, no. like, but we were going to be going with a smaller printer. It was going to be one of the A3s. Okay. Uh, we started going down this journey of where to source our our, our printer from. Sure. Uh, the, pl- the place where I was getting it before, the distributor was out of Florida, you know, and they deal with high humidity. Yeah. Uh, we're in Las Vegas. Yeah, there's no humidity. It's completely different, sure. completely different environment. Uh, went with DTF Superstore down in Phoenix, you know. I even, sure. We even drove down with a trailer and like, put two crates on the, on the truck oh, and nice. just pulled it back. Uh, saved us fifteen hundred dollars in shipping. So, but uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, and we had a little road trip out of it. Yeah, but uh, I ended up chain. We ended up moving uh, locations. We got this this new spot right over by the runway in Las Vegas. Beautiful location. It's an office space. Okay, different than the warehousing type space. Mm-hmm. Took us forever to get it in. We had to take we had to tear down walls, put up uh, put up Just French doors. Build new out. Yeah, right. New build I had to take out. out the windows to bring in the equipment. Oh wow. It, 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 and when you say runway, you mean literally the McCarran Airport literally runway. Literally the McCarran like, Airport. Right. Like, you're you're well, hearing Airport now. They changed it. Oh, but, did they really? Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always going to yeah, be Yeah, I can throw a rock from my from my place and hit the runway with it. It's, uh, well, <laughs> wow. it's pretty cool. You guys have to come by and check it out. Sometime. We will. Next come time we're in Vegas, which is fairly often. It seems. Yeah, well, it seems like we find ourselves there often. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> yeah, well, so, I... I I guess the time that I was waiting for the four months ended up being all the way until November before we actually had something going. So right, okay. right, right. Q4 time. Right. Oh, boy. oh my gosh. <laughs> Not a good time though, but my lease was up in my other place and they were trying to jack my rent up 30%. Sure. And I was like, and it was for a junky place we were in. And we're just like, you know what, if we're going to pay more, we may as well find something better. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so we found that took months too. Oh my gosh. Everything just takes like, Time. You know, everything takes twice as much and twice as expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I factored that in, and then it was twice as much and twice as expensive from <laughs> Well, there. you shouldn't have done that. Man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, exactly. <laughs> but uh, we built a climate-controlled environment for that room as well. Ran an RO system, uh, ran a line all the way over to the room, got a commercial humidifier, put it on a humidistat, yeah. controlled the mm-hmm. temperature. We got air purifiers to pull any kind of dust particles out of the air. Wow. Finally got the printer, got it all, got it all in there, and it was about five weeks probably mm-hmm. where we didn't, we weren't able to get a, a, a solid nozzle check, uh-huh. uh, get everything set That's up. Not good. Uh, no, it wasn't. But and it, we ended up replacing two print heads, and then we were still having problems. And uh, they en- ended up, they, they said, hey, you want to send it back? We'll fix it and uh, and we'll ship it back to you. And I was like, I don't want to deal with the crating. Oh, I, God, yeah. I was like. Or they'll send a tech, but I have to yeah. wait three weeks for a tech. Mm. I was like, you know what, send a tech. Because yeah. I want to be there when, when we're doing yeah, it. So you can reproduce it you know, down the road. Yeah, oh. If it happens again, you know what to do. We replaced about every part on that printer. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's, but, but now the silver lining to that was the understanding of yeah. what it is. And now we are super confident in the product. Because yeah. you know, if it's doing anything, it's like a truck driver taking care of his truck. You know, if, if you take care of it, it'll take care of you. Yeah. So it's it's definitely new technology. For uh, sure. We went around on the uh, the the product floor, mm-hmm. and uh, they, a lot of the dryers are the same. They're just you know rebranded, whatever. Sure. And we went around like, oh look at it. they got rid of the Chinese writing on the. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> on the <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they painted something over it. Right. You know, yeah. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. We were actually talking to um, several people about DTF at this show. Right. And, um, and we'd always get into these like, because it, it, it is it's it's new technology, yeah. yeah. And and there really isn't anybody in the U.S. that's right. manufacturing. However, I did see an M and R branded one, but I don't know if that's just again I just it's a, a nice coat of paint. I think it's a rebranded Cobra Flex. Oh, really? Yeah. I yeah. thought, but it had the but the Cobra Flex has the uh, the jetted the, the, adhesive. Yeah, the adhesive. So does that one? So does oh, the M and R. Oh, I thought it had a. I thought the M and R one had the. No. Uh, the, the thing powder. I do like about those ones is it has such a small footprint. You can 
probably it put is. several of those into a small area. But yeah. the problem is you're freaking pushing glue yes. through a printhead. Yeah. And what happens with printheads with ink? They 100%. get clogged. Yes. You're going to put glue in there? I mean, your maintenance game has to be on point we're, to be uh, able to do that. We're contemplating moving uh, over to Max White, DTF Max White, which is has a higher pigment content mm -hmm. to give you more opaque thing. But the problem is with more pigment coming into yep. more problems, then those printheads are finicky. Yeah. Yeah, like, I believe it. I mean, there's ways to do. It. We've we, we figured out little tricks how to how to flush those out and how to how to keep keep solid nozzle checks. Mm -hmm. The conditions, mm -hmm. understanding do, the conditions for our printer specifically. Do they have? Um, so I have. Uh, so we've got some Nimaki UVs, and they have a setting where you can soak the printheads overnight in like a solvent. Yeah. Do they have that? Like you can just I, set it in I there. I wet cap it. I okay. wet cap it every time. Anytime it's going to sit for more than thirty minutes, mm. I wet cap it. Wow. Okay. And and that's. I've had to though, mm. but we're in a climate where I'm pushing humidity all the time. Yeah. In fact, I want to get a distilled inline distilled water uh, because I'm pushing RO water right now, so yeah. it's not ideal. Mm -hmm. Like over time, you get this little white film on everything. Yeah. Like so, but it, everything's more investment. You know, you you, yeah, you fine water. tune you fine tune the process. That's gonna cost a lot over time. Right. Yeah. And and for for little minute <laughs> changes, you know, it can yeah. cost a lot to do something, but. If you're willing to go down that path and you're willing to to put in that work and and and, and take the time to learn mm -hmm. i mean it makes you an industry leader it really mm -hmm. does shows yeah. you out front especially so. because it's such a, a new technology mm -hmm. so right. if you market yourself as the dtf expert being first to market is yeah. huge you know we're, I mean? we're, yeah. we're the only ones in vegas doing it right we went right. around to the other print shops and, and gave them sample sheets and we're proud of our sample sheets so, so we were not getting transfers that we like from anywhere, hmm. but we're producing the transfers that we like, and yeah. and the quality is high. Yeah, it's nice. it's, it's it's awesome, and and the cost now. I mean, well, I guess if you factor in you know all the the uh, the financing and, all sure, that, and sure. getting a new space and yeah. like everything like that, the cost is a lot higher. But but overall, the the consumables are fairly inexpensive. Yeah, comparatively. So hmm. so would you consider? Kind of, there's two questions. First one is, would you consider doing a service for other people in the industry to provide them with transfers? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. That's I mean, what you guys are doing right now. Well, we're we're doing a combo of things. Uh, we were very much heavy B two B type business. Okay. You know, going like schools, churches, hospitals, mm -hmm. businesses, nonprofits. You know. Minimum shirt orders, all these things. But we're now moving. We're developing the business to uh, to consumer, a B to okay. C. Okay. But on top of that, we're also developing the wholesale side. Uh, I want to start selling heat presses out of our shop. Oh wow! Oh wow! I, I, I'm people are super interested. Even selling heat press time potentially. I, I, sure? I'm not, I don't know. There's so many different ways to do it. We'll probably try some things. Yeah. Uh, I got my guys right now on the showroom floor looking at specific heat presses that, okay. that we're wanting to to possibly to partner yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. and become okay. a distributor i don't know it's all you know as an entrepreneur you know you there's ideas everywhere yeah, shiny objects on, everywhere oh all over the place all <laughs> over the place and you got to be careful not to do yeah, it all you do. You'll, yes. you'll sink yourself yeah but, for sure but sometimes when it makes sense you know yeah. that's when that's when you go down that route so. yeah for sure i just also before we go any further for those that are listening that think DTF stands for three different words, <laughs> and maybe they don't know what it is. Just give a brief kind of overview of what exactly DTF is, so that sure. the, those listening that don't know can kind of join join the uh, the conversation, sure. as it were, and then and then you know, we'll go from there. So if you're at the church show and somebody says, "Are you DTF?" Uh, you got to clarify. You have to clarify. Yeah, one hundred percent. DTF is direct to film. Uh, the process is using CMYK inks on an inkjet printer, yeah. uh, laying down color onto a film and a reversed mm -hmm. image, and then a white a white basis then sprayed over the top of that mm -hmm. goes through a, a powder shaker where the adhesive is then put onto the back part of that white. So even on a black, you have to at least have a little bit of white. So sure. it's dialed down, but it's enough for the, the adhesive powder to, to bond. Sure. Okay. Uh, from there, it goes through a shaker, knocks off any excess, and then goes up into the curing process, going through the heat tunnel. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and you got to have good ventilation too. Sure. I mean, and I've heard I've heard that the, the powder can be 
toxic <laughs> you probably don't want to breathe it yeah yeah uh so you definitely want to make sure you have really good ventilation yeah but I mean, it's, it's glue let's 100 in our lungs yeah it's not if great we can you know help <laughs> it we used a grow room uh ventilation stuff for, oh, wow. for weed like yeah. just like they got great products it's like okay this yeah they figured out that problem i have it now i don't yeah. have to yeah so for anybody that's watching um your hat has Oh. Has DTF on it, right. on the top, yeah. and you got the thing up, but you could just show at the very on your the top on the of bill. your rim. Yeah, your bill has has That's DTF. Awesome. We've been just playing with stuff, yeah. just putting it on anything. Like we've been doing a lot of R and D. We've changed our film. Uh, we were we started out with a cold peel because we didn't want to just go through rolls of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in while while we're getting all their stuff dialed yeah, cause, in, because the hot peel rolls are more expensive. They're a bit more expensive. Cold yeah, peel, right. so. Start with cold peel, right. get all the kinks worked out. But hot peel for man, once, for once manufacturing. Once we got it all, yes. Once is we so much better. It, once we dialed the, the printer in, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, the prints are perfect now. All right, now let's look at films. And so now we're 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 still trying to find better films. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always coming out with new stuff. Uh, we are getting one that's the the hot peel from DTS Superstore at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it says hot peel, but it's not. Really, so it's like warm peel. It's a warm peel, but, <laughs> but if you're gonna go with super fine detail, mm-hmm. really fi- like mind blowing fine detail, yeah, you let that hot peel cool all the way down, and it, it, it's it'll, gonna pull it, it yeah, off. It'll, it'll stay, it'll stay. Oh, it'll stay. It'll, no, so. no, it'll stay on the shirt. Oh, it'll stay on yeah, it's okay. fantastic. You let okay. that cool all the way down. A hot yeah. peel film, cool all the way down, and and then and then don't just like yeah, rip, it off. rip it off. Like give it. Just see what it's doing. Yeah. You know, get to know that print. But what's happening under in those fibers is the glue, the adhesive is binding to the fibers, you know, when you push it down into sure. the shirt. Mm-hmm. If you pull it off, you know, that glue hasn't had time to, to, to set. set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty it's pretty rapid, it's a pretty fast process, but at the same time, you just want to be mindful and see what it's doing. Yeah. And climate things, there's all sorts of different variables that will determine that as well. So. Yeah. Wow, that's uh that's crazy. So we talked about what DTF is. We talked about kind of your, your journey. Um, I'd love to hear, like, you, you touched on it a little bit, but, like, who is your customer? Like, what does your business actually do? Are you still are you guys still running presses and the whole nine yards? Or what else? What other process do you do? Right. Who do you sell to? All of that stuff. So we, we do screen printing, embroidery, laser engraving. Uh, we were doing vinyl decals. I'm trying to get away from that just because it's kind of okay. a pain in the, bat, in, the, in the ass with weeding. Yeah. Uh, but we still do it sometimes just as a service to certain clients, you know, that, that want something. We don't really advertise it. Okay. Uh, but then, so we, we got rid of two of our presses. We, we, and we were only running manuals. Uh, we got eight color, uh, four station, and then we had two six color four stations. And we'd have several people running in there. Uh, our order sizes, you know, our minimums were 12. Mm-hmm. And it, from, from 12 to 40, we had really high prices on them. They were just like, you know what? <laughs> Jack up those prices. People didn't bat an eye. We're like, okay, now we're making more money on that. And that makes a lot of sense. And it was also a way to push people over that 40 mark. So they're like, hey, I'm going to do 36. Like, you know what? We'll help you out. We're not, you know, right. I'm not going to sell you 36 shirts, you know, and just like, keep that jacked up. We're like, hey, just bump over the 40. And they're super happy about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and you're making money on the apparel at the same time. So, yep. uh, <clears throat> We went, oh, we ended up buying a Baradin, too. We had an SWF. Oh, okay. We had That's an embroidery machine. Right, yep. yeah, okay. we had an SWF. It was an old thing. My mom was hating it, and she hated life. It was a pain in the ass. But uh, the Baradin, we got a used one, mm-hmm. but it's it's so much nicer. So yeah. much nicer. Actually, Josiah, uh, their former company, had a Baradin that yeah. he had to learn, and you yeah, hated I life, hate right? I hate embroidery. I do, too. <laughs> I hate I hate it. It. It, yeah. it caused me to almost become a functional alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you walk in, and one day I'm like cranking out hats. I'm like, finally, I've mastered this machine. And then the next right. day you walk in, and you're like, everything's, everything's broken, and I don't know where to uh, start. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I hate I, I understand that I understand now that it is very much people who are good at it. It is like artwork. Like yeah, they are an artists. Art yes. Very, very good at what they do and yeah. deserve all of the appreciation. In the there's world. so many little tiny moving parts. Yeah. There's so many little things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And diagnosing that too. Yeah. It's like maybe yeah. a tension's off somewhere and you're like you keep getting thread breaks on another needle and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Why is this head doing this and this right. head with like Yeah, I I don't get, my mom won't let me touch it. I'll, I'll break it. I'll, 
Like I'm not allowed. That's cool. But, so your mom works in your business and yeah, she does, she yeah. runs the embroidery. She department. does the embroidery stuff. Okay. Uh, she keeps trying to quit and I keep trying to fire her, but it just doesn't work <laughs> out. Like, yeah, she's great though. She uh, everybody in the shop calls her the shop mom. Mm. So yeah, it's uh, it's cool. We we built a really cool crew. Uh, I recently hired a Marine veteran. I'm in the, the military veteran space yeah, yeah, yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh, That's cool. awesome. I've kind of made him my, my, my ops manager. He's Right now, he's trying to take a lot of the workload off of me. Okay. And so, like, when there's things that I don't have time to deal with, mm-hmm. I'll throw it to him, and he's he's able to take it. He's like, he can... He can he can take it and run with it. And a lot of times, do it better than I can. I'm like, there you go. Now <laughs> yeah. you have a new responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. uh, so in my shop, um, our audience knows this, but my son is actually my production manager. Oh, that's awesome. And so it's really yeah. cool. It's a similar type of thing. Um, I just keep trying to give him more stuff and push him yeah. towards ops manager. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I was trying to just slowly, slowly but surely. So he's been. Um, you know, obviously we, I didn't go in Thursday cause we got, you know, for the show and yeah. Thursday or Friday, he was, you know, running the whole thing. Got a big trip uh, planned in February. It's yeah. my wife and my 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, we're actually, we're actually going to Hawaii and nice. we're going to be there for 10 days. So that's going to be a major test run oh, for 100%. him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's loving the business. He's, uh, engaged more and more in the business in even making decisions and coming up with things and, and to your point it's like okay now you know how to do this it's yours yes you know yeah. and you can you can utilize other people on the staff right. to, to take to, to utilize their time if you want but it's your responsibility the buck stops with you and yeah. not only is it theirs but it, they, they own it and they take pride in it yeah. yeah yeah and that's that's what you want out of somebody that out of a team I and mean, that's what it really what it is you know yeah I might be the quarterback but but everybody else yep. has vital roles. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's important to do. You need a Travis Kelsey. That's right. Yeah. You know? 100%. <laughs> He's yeah. a Chiefs fan, by the way, oh, guys. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Right. I'm a straight male, but I have a, I have a man crush on the home. So. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I think, I think buy-in is is huge, like that sense of yeah. ownership mm-hmm. and being able to, even if it's not your production manager or your son that's working with you but right. to have that production tech have a sense of ownership of right. like I made that shirt right. I'm going to make sure this shirt comes out the absolute best and 100%. That, that only happens when leadership can help them kind of get that buy-in yeah. and that, that there, ownership of yeah. that role there is a tipping point however because you're going to do well if you have OCD in this industry <laughs> sure that OCD can kind of limit you sometimes sure. too, where it's like, you know, you're trying for perfection on something that a customer's never even gonna notice or even realize. 100%. Sure. You know, you're we sure. are our own worst critics right. yes, when it comes to print. No one's gonna know it. But, the but tip, yeah. for the people that want quality, mm-hmm. you know, that's 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 where you that's where they pay that ex- little extra value added mm-hmm. just like yeah. of consistency and, and quality with yeah. with the product that they're yeah, getting. Yeah, not, so. not only that, but when you have that that OCD mindset your customer service is next level too because if your oh, customer yeah. has a question about the process or right. they are on un- or they want to know what happened or yeah. you, know, you can explain to the nth degree why that is the way it is yeah. why the right. cost is the way it is why they should get this and not that oh, so man. yeah it, it definitely ups your customer service game we uh when i bought the business they were running everything on quickbooks desktop mm-hmm. and that was it no shop management software. Ooh, ouch. It, but That's it, painful. Well, it, it's hard anyway. It was, but I guess the silver lining to the lockdowns was it slowed everything down so that we could develop processes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and I guess had we been super busy, you know, like right off the bat from that from that we, it might have been a much harder battle to because I feel like we had enough time to develop processes properly. Yeah, uh, we went through a few different shop management softwares, a few different accounting softwares. Uh, we ended up with Deco Network. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah, that's what we use. As well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every time I look into that program, I, you peel a layer back, and there's yeah. like so much more. Yeah, so, yeah. it's uh, very full featured. Right. I mean, yeah, there's, there's features I wish it had. It, yeah, sure. It's, exactly. you know, it's not perfect. But right. None of them are. Right. Exactly. You know? No, that's interesting. Um, I was I was going to ask it because you you actually attended. Uh, my talk yesterday yeah. talking about e-commerce and print-on-demand right. and um, my first question uh, and this is this more goes to ego uh, did you 
No, I, I was going to ask you if you liked it. I wasn't going to actually ask <laughs> No, I was going to ask you, were you planning on attending that talk before you met me? Or was it just like, oh, I'm going to go see Travis no, I at plan, the thing? I planned on attending that okay. talk before I met you. In fact, I didn't even know that it was you. I saw you in there, and I thought you were going to attend the class. Okay, okay. I was like, hey, awesome. guys. And, uh, and like, oh, you're teaching the thing. Awesome. So the like, reason I asked that is I, I'm just curious. You're, you're looking at that. Uh, right. You know, kind of as a direction for your business. What what were you planning on? Like, what are you wanting to implement in the e-commerce space with print so on demand? We we've just started going down the path of uh, online stores, fulfillment gotcha. for for different clients, uh, and, we're, and we're developing that onboarding process right now. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm working with a girl, Brian Wheeler from Moongate Hosting. She's got her own clothing. We just found each other, mm-hmm. and right now she's like loving the back end of Deco Network mm-hmm. and just helping to That's like awesome. understand it yeah. to where we can turn it into a product that we can just cookie cutter and, and in a box kind right. of just replicate. Hey, this, yeah. Is, yeah. this is the product. Here's the different levels. This yeah. is what you can get. Josiah uh, totally ran with Deco. Yeah, uh, and for a he, long yeah, time. and he did all of the videos and the trainings and yeah. the. Yeah. Introducing the products and it's a lot it all of work. It's oh, a, yeah, it's a lot. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's very full featured. Uh, you know, and adding products that aren't necessarily in those oh, catalogs. My goodness, yes, it's a pain in the. I butt. was going to ask you yesterday when we were in the class uh, how you did your products in Deco Network because uh, you know you have the APIs with you know what they have, but that's usually mm-hmm. mostly apparel. And you guys were talking about doing coffee mugs. I was yep. like, I was like, I bet you they have to add that in there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple like in the back end of Deco that you can pull coffee mug mock-ups right. and, and price it the way okay. you want it. It's it's there. Yeah. There's a lot there is some drinkware there, but it does take I'm not I'm never super stoked with the Deco generated mock-ups. Right. The stuff you get from suppliers is nice on their back end from yeah. if you're plugging into Sanmar or SNS or right. whatever. The coffee mugs can leave a little bit to be desired. Yeah. And yeah. so I did go in and add a new line item with yeah. the pictures. Get but the pricing. But I'm sure at some point it makes area. sense too to 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 yeah. you know spruce up that image and yeah, because Deco stores aren't sexy. Yeah. They don't look nice. Yeah, like Inksoft stores can look a lot more custom or a lot more customizable. Right. When I run across a Deco store, I can immediately tell that's a Deco store. Right. Yeah. And it takes a lot, which I've done. It takes a lot of workarounds to make it not look. Right, like a deco. That's a what lot I, of time. That's what I really like about uh, O'Brien's uh, like experience in the web development side of it. Yeah, because hmm. uh, you can code whatever. I mean, oh, you yeah. can code whatever into deco. She made it. I just gave her an access to uh, to a, a web store, uh-huh. you know, and I was like, here, play with this. Yeah. And in fact, I did that to a bunch of different designers. Hey, play with this. See what you can do. Yeah. The ones Are you that guys came hosting back, your your the total company or total promotion company site through Deco right, right now we're do, we're we're running our site through Deco as well okay mm-hmm. uh, and we have our main site you know it's got the design tool people can upload yep, yep, uh, yep. we've got different apparel on there it's a limited catalog sure um, but mostly it's for for orders sure. for people yeah. that, you know and we we learned the shop management side of that software first. Yeah, totally. uh, we didn't have the DTF. Totally. You know, we're waiting a year. So it would, another silver lining, I suppose, is is learning that program before before we actually had the the, the DTF machine. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, for sure, for but, sure. And the other thing, when you're hosting your site through Deco, and you end up wanting people wanting to offer stores to folks, yeah. They can. There's a there's a function where they can sign up right then and there oh, from yeah. your site. It's, it's cool. automated. You don't have to do mm-hmm. anything. Which yeah. is because when our, our my the original company I worked for with my father-in-law, we used Deco, and it at the very beginning we used Squarespace, and I was right. manually creating stores, manually uploading mm-hmm. listings, manually, and it was a nightmare because yeah. every little change that client wanted, I had to go in and fix it for them, and so right. the automation side of like people opening up their store and being able to email them the tutorial videos automated yeah. Yeah. is was such a but lifesaver we don't even know what we're going to charge for the stores yet uh, we kind of have a base price right now of people that are on that are just to pay for her time mm-hmm. like 350 bucks sure but but i don't even know what we're going to charge for a month right now you i, I was super curious when you guys were talking about vas yesterday mm-hmm. and automating yeah. some of those things and like having a store manager oversee what 10 stores or something is that how you guys do it 
No. 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 <laughs> uh, so, so the website function for, at least what we've done, if you want a website store, yeah. and they want to sign up, it's free. They get the right. videos, do what you want. Yeah. If you want uh, if you want me to build out your store, I'm going to charge you a flat fee. Right. And mm-hmm. then you're going to pay me for that. Yeah. And then I'm going to teach you how to run your store. And if yeah. you still ask me for stuff, I'm going to charge you more the next time. So it's like... Right. Yeah. Um, consulting fee, really. Yeah, consulting yeah. fee, yeah. building out yeah. your store. We've not really done much of of a monthly subscription fee for yeah. a deco store. Um, it's not a bad idea. Right. Obviously mm-hmm. it's a great way to monetize those stores. Right. Just and also filter out them. the people who are just yeah. filling so up your exactly. slots. Right. Yeah. And give, make them want to sell stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year I talked to, when I came to impressions, I talked to a girl, I don't remember who it was, uh, but they were doing stores last year and she was saying that what she does is she charges something to like, the customers put some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. They want to get a return sure. on it. Absolutely. So, so they're actually using and pushing it. They actually had more orders through the stores that were paid than the ones that weren't. Oh, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, looking in in you know hindsight being 2020, I think one of my biggest pain points with working with influencers specifically right. is that not every influencer is a marketer. Right. And yeah. sometimes yeah. people get that confused because they have such a big following. Well, they got yeah. a big following because they're being idiots online or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're doing stupid <laughs> stuff. They're not marketers. And so what inevitably happens is you sign up an influencer, they launch their store. That yeah. first three weeks is gangbusters. I mean, just selling like crazy. And then, and then they're just out. silent. Yeah. And they do nothing. Yeah. But char- if, if you were to say, dude, it's 40 bucks a month right. for this store, just like an Amazon professional seller account, whatever. Right. It will motivate them yeah. to start moving Think and thinking like a marketer and, and launching, right. you know, launching new designs and how yeah. do you keep your audience engaged? Mm-hmm. Because that's why I always have to keep casting my reel back into the waters because I yeah. get a big fish and then it feeds me for a couple of months right. and then it's gone. They don't, you know, they don't do anything else. <laughs> we're, we're developing a cookie cutter uh, package for influencers right now as well. Yeah. Where we're because. Vegas is full of them. Oh, my God, Vegas yeah. is wild. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh my God. It's so, entertainment capital, you know? Yeah, and when you start going down that path, too, and, like, you're like marketing to influencers, you start becoming friends with them, and all of a sudden, you're going to these crazy parties, and you're like, yeah. what is going on? For this, sure. shirt, this, this shirt thing is, like, fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they love you because you've yeah. given them a way to monetize something oh, that they already built. People can and build you love businesses them. around what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they you, do, and they're successful. Yeah, so, yeah, and you love them because they do all the marketing for you. They bring the traffic. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to sell yourself as a business and a business owner, but when you attend their launch parties, you're already in. They love you. you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> it works out to be a great ecosystem for everybody involved in it. And when, sure. when the customer's happy with their product, you know, the, the, the influencer, whoever yeah. it might be that has a web yeah, yeah, store, yeah. they're happy with it. You, you take that problem off of them. They yep. know that they want to monetize. They know they want a merch store, but yep. they don't want to deal with any of the stuff. They just yep. want to they don't wear want to hold it inventory. Yep. Cool. They don't want to. Yeah. Their job is to be cool. Yeah. 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 Again, they're not marketers. Right. They're not. Right. You know, yeah. They yeah. just want to wear the shirt and have you buy it. Yeah. I mean, you, know? you might legitimately, I've considered this too, and I've worked with influencers, <laughs> is launching a marketing package. Be like, yeah. I will help you. Right, but yeah, you are going to pay me because right. I got into this really weird gray space because I wanted them to succeed because yeah. it would then it equaled my success. Was treading that line of like, hey, here's some really cool marketing ideas, and yeah. then going back to them, and then coming back to me without me defining that relationship of like, hold on, I'm not on your payroll. Right, <laughs> you don't pay me. The other business pays me. If yeah. you want to pay me something, I'll be glad to carve out a couple hours mm-hmm. a yeah. week or a day yeah. to chat with you, but. I'm not. You're not just gonna. I'm not gonna whore myself out for free. <laughs> it's amazing how how sometimes people don't realize what they're asking for. Like, yeah, no yeah there's no grid. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah. The stuff that we're doing, it there's there's a lot of work that yeah. has to go into yeah. oh, building yeah. these stores. So, right. uh, so you so that was your primary reason for coming to that talk was. Oh, yeah. I want to see what you know. If I want to use Deco as you know, building stores for people. So that's right. the e-commerce. Are, are, are you thinking about or have you thought about going on any of the channels that we talked about, like the Amazons or any of that stuff? Or is I, that, that's just another kind of That's a whole learning curve. I started going down that path, uh, looking and doing Amazon. But it's one of those things. It's, it's, there's so many layers to it. Yep. And if you don't do it right, I mean, I, I've met people that have kind of lost their ass on stuff too. Where, you oh, know, yeah. So... 
I, now that I know you guys, it's awesome because now I can pick your brains. Like, hey, how are you doing this? Sure. You know, sure. Now, now I might be able to revisit that thought yeah. and, be, and look back into that again because I'm, now you just know some, you know somebody that's gone down that 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 yeah. path. You know, yeah. and and when everybody shares information, all ships rise. You know, yeah, the right. industry improves. Yeah. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. It's it's really great. So yeah. yeah, I would think honestly in the e-commerce game, doing DTF and like. Offering custom transfers, Etsy would probably be a great space for oh, that. Hmm. See, I I closed my Etsy store. Did you? I did. Uh, we were hmm. selling uh, laser engraved shot glasses. Okay. Uh, and didn't make a lot of money on it. They, they, I loved it because the funny stuff that people would put on shot glasses. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, it's I, endless. It, and also, you know, it kept the laser engraver going. You know, sure. keep and especially when I was learning it and you know keeping my skills sharp on it. But uh, eventually, I just ran out of time. Like, we get, like, a little order over here. I'm like, man, now I got to go crank up blazer. Yeah, I got to yeah. go to all this stuff for one little shot glass. I'm working on things over here that are yeah. much opportunity cost, really. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're, yeah, but if you're running the, that DTF machine and you can set yeah. minimums or whatever, people oh, want yeah. custom transfers for their son's birthday or at the trip yeah. to Disney World or, and, and or we're whatever. And we're doing really small. Yeah. Like, if we're on gang sheets... Our smallest is 12 inches by 22 inches wide. So what, yeah. we, we, we maintain that roll. We maintain that roll size. Yeah. But uh, with shirts, I mean, it, because you can load, you know, 100 unique designs onto, onto, yeah. onto a sheet yeah. and, mm-hmm. and be done with it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's interesting because, I mean, to your point, like, you on Etsy, you could be selling some DTF trend because there are so many people on Etsy and just in general there's like this whole craft wave and right. so there's all these people that have flat presses at home oh yeah oh yeah. see th- you know? yeah selling gang seats to them would be would yeah. be great and yeah, I, yeah it's, totally it's uh I was really shocked when I came here to find out that not more people have gone down this DTF printer journey mm-hmm. yeah but it is a journey it's a pain yeah, in the ass it is sure. I think like, that's it there's a it's a high bar yeah. right now because there's nobody really in the US and you know the major players like the brothers right, the absence right. those guys that have they've dialed it into the point where they're either they're a making machines here that yeah. they will warranty and send a tech out if it's screwed up right. and b the consumables they're you know I've, I've heard the horror stories of yeah. bad batches of ink bad rolls you know right. bad film all of yeah. those bad glue all yeah. of it I, and, I, I and there's no premium, consistency I pay a premium for the special inks yeah. like for the sure. for, not special but I guess the premium inks yeah. uh, but that's because the consistencies and, and being able to have that source uh, they've got manufacturers in Europe. There's manufacturers in the U.S. for mm-hmm. for DTF inks. Yeah. Uh, and and you're gonna have more consistency with those. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is too, once you pick your ink, you don't you want to you're gonna have to stay with that ink unless you want to like drain everything out, flush all the lines uh, out. Yeah. Right? And and because the formulations are different, and yeah. you start mixing it, you're gonna mess up your you're gonna mess up your printer. Yeah. For sure. So like when you stick with an ink. You like start start with the one that you know you're gonna stay with. Sure. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We heard yesterday we were watching the Chiefs game at the Island <laughs> Bar over there mm-hmm. by the convention center, and this lady sat down next to us and right. her husband, and they were with the sh- they were from the show, and uh, we just make some conversation, and she says, "Yeah, I'm looking into UV DTF," and we both oh, were yeah. like. Like what? UV? Yeah. Huh? UV machine? So then, yeah. So then dun, we went, dun, yeah. and talked to the all American guys over right. there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's something we know about." And they alluded to a machine being in the works. DTS Superstore's got one for available right now, and I was talking yeah. to them about it, and they said it's incredible. It's for uh, solid substrate and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, being able to, on a to glass yeah. or you know, yeah. In that. It, like increases your offerings to your customers sure. oh my gosh, yeah. the different products you can, you can do you know yeah. really fast mm-hmm. uh, I was super excited to see I forget, I don't even know what it's called it was that uh, digital embroidery uh, oh the, the sub the sub yeah. with yeah. the white thread we dropped oh, a gosh. we dropped a, a video yeah. in our in our Facebook group yeah. yesterday talking yeah. about yeah, it yeah if you're not in our so Facebook cool. group those of you listening uh, go check that out it is a video we posted yesterday but essentially it's like real color Embroidery and that they're basically taking a white thread and putting it through a they're, dye sub process. Yeah, they're sublimating that thread as, as it comes through. It, it heats it, stitches it in, and you're getting 
gradients it was, it was like colors. two million yeah. colors or something yeah thirty thousand dollars for that thing yeah yeah uh, it'll fit on the bear yep. yeah but I, I have a six head I, I, I it makes me want to get a single head <laughs> just for, for that for doing print on like print you on don't demand. need another thing you yeah. Just, yeah yeah for it's, print on demand it's yeah Perfect. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, print on demand for embroidery sucks. Yeah, because you have everything digitized. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's right now we do a minimum of six on our for our embroidery. We got six sure. heads. We'll do we'll do that. Sometimes it'll lead because once you have it digitized, you know you hang on to that file. Mm-hmm. Somebody's sure. ordering six, they're likely going to order more in the future. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we'll do onesies and twosies if we have the digitized files all like perfectly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that initial like, hey, I want one shirt that's crazy. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that real color embroidery was that was nuts. Just the crazy. I mean, I Co- told color him, like, real. Oh, color the, real was yeah, the yeah, name yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, color I real. told him I'm like, well, we could finally embroider yeah. our podcast logo because it's yeah. so you yeah. know neon so and fade and, fade and right, all that right. stuff. You know? So we should, I was I wanted to ask who, who's the guy we talked to? Your hat kind of yeah, has, has some of that. Gradient, oh, but you can yeah. the yeah. you can see where the switch happens with that color reel. You would not see any of that switch. That's amazing. The technology is insane. I wanted to ask the rep you're talking to like, hey, can I email you? This logo, <laughs> stitch it for us. Just go ahead and put we're, it on. We're going to get a five-panel hat from that other place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to bring it here. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, crazy. Awesome. Uh, okay, so we're—I don't know what are we at? Forty-some minutes or yeah, something yeah, like 40, that. Close to okay. forty-five minutes. Let's uh, let's kind of do a version of the magic questions. We don't have the cool sure. bumpers right now, but we right. we have this group of um, questions. questions that we ask our guests. Okay. We call them the magic questions, um, and they're not—you know—they're. They're pretty similar most of the time. But, yeah, we always uh, end with the first, that same, same yeah, one. Yeah, there's there's always one that we always come to. But one one question I want to ask you is um, uh, the the first, I guess, magic question. Tell us about a time in your business where something went terribly wrong, and you, it was a total failure, and you were like, I don't know if we can come <laughs> back do- from yeah, this. I'm done. Yeah. I, I may be done. Yeah. Give us, give us that uh, story. Which time? <laughs> That's usually what people say. Yeah, I've got a pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, first time was COVID lockdowns. Okay. Uh, we were producing, uh, and all orders stopped. We produced what we had left. People that paid for the stuff didn't even bother to come pick it up. Wow. And it was just crickets. It was like, what do we do? And money's still going out because you're still money's paying going staff. Out. Oh, you're yeah. paying oh, yeah. building, you know, leases, yeah. loans, all of those things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so how did you make it work? So coming out of the oil industry, I had oil money at first. Okay. And I had a giant rock crawler Jeep that uh, that I would go play around in the, in the desert with. Uh-huh. And uh, I would go play around with other people that had Jeeps. Turns out, oh, well... <laughs> I started having fun is what happened. <laughs> I started, so I created a post-apocalyptic nomadic Jeep tribe called the Desert Nomads. Okay. And it got super popular. We were like made potato guns and stuff. And we were like, hey, we studied Mongolian battle tactics. And we're like, this is our horses. Like, like oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast, <laughs> yeah. man. So, oh, my God. Yeah, we, uh, we were having fun with it. But the fun that we were having, it attracted awesome people. Mm-hmm. And and there's other business owners and there's other like we were wow. building tribes. We again, there wasn't going to be any government there. We're like we don't know how far this is going to go. Yeah. Wow. We got to do it ourselves. So let's figure it out. Let's find good people and uh, and finding finding solid people. And I got a great network. So many great networks in Vegas now. Just over that experience, mm-hmm. uh, that saved me there. Yeah. Uh, wow. Other times That's were great. That's amazing. Other times were I mean. When we used to, oh, uh, supply chain problems were interesting. Yeah, uh, 2020 supply chain problems yeah, were the oh worst. We had a dryer go out one time. We didn't realize it. We didn't catch it. And we had product go out. That wasn't cured? That wasn't cured properly. Oh, and no, like oh, started no. coming back. And, and <sighs> that's why I don't want to do screen printing bulk. The margins are razor thin. Yeah. If you make a little mistake... It can cost you huge. Yeah. Whereas with the print on demand, I mean, the margins are a lot higher. And if you make a mistake, you take that hoodie and yeah, put it in the one. Yeah. yeah. Take that hoodie and throw it in the, in the rag pile. Yeah. So it's it for that aspect of it that made me realize I was like, mm, I don't I don't like this like you know 
making peanuts on mm-hmm. on something giant that that has a huge huge price point right yeah. so yeah totally yeah um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's all sorts of times. No, that's good. Yeah, that moves. works. Yeah, yeah. Do the next one. Uh, yeah, I was trying to pull one from memory because we usually do, do three. Do the major one because I'm going to ask him one like not scripted one. Oh, so do the, the one we usually yes, go to. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. So we usually tell people to put on their turban and, and look into your crystal ball here. Right. But what, in your opinion, is the future of print on demand? Like, what do you mm. see? Five or ten years down the road. Five, ten years. That's a lot of time in yeah. what's happening right now. And I mean, look what happened each year is just like every year there's leaps and crazy yeah. happening. Yeah. Uh, I see print on demand becoming easier for the end user. Sure. Uh, right now, the problem is controlling variables. Yeah. And when they can automate those things, when uh, you know, when DTF, you, you can get it from Walmart, you know, in a box that's made by brother, <laughs> you know, I'm, that's, and then people are going to be making their own stuff, you yeah. know. Okay. But but being first first to market and understanding the technologies, because when that's there, the new technologies are going to be even wilder. Yeah. We yeah. can't even fathom. Right. So. Yeah, I like it. Okay, good answer. All right, so third magic question. This yeah. is actually not a, an official magic question, but I just wanted to give you an opportunity to speak to somebody who is new to yeah. the print-on-demand game, um, or new to the printing game, and right. what advice would you give them as kind of a relatively seasoned veteran and right. you've had failures, you've had successes, you've gone through the shit, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. What are you going to tell them when they're starting? What, what, what advice do you have for them? Advice is uh, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how hard it is, keep pushing forward because it's those learning experiences that, that, that culminate and, yeah. and you start getting an understanding. Like you see the silver linings, like, in things that happened mm-hmm. later on in hindsight right. and you're like I'm hated it at the time but I'm glad it happened because yeah. this is what it's what, what it's led up to us uh, also you have to be willing to learn you you have to you have to especially with new technologies like you have to test you have to mm-hmm. try you have to try new things processes mm-hmm. and like and then once you have your, your system in place Test it. Try to break yeah. it. Yeah. Try to break it and make it better. Yeah. Same thing with the off-road Jeep community. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the Jeep off-road, you you break it, and then you upgrade it because obviously that part was not strong enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you need you need, yeah. you need yeah. to get those axles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and to your point, I mean, all of those things like testing and doing all that, it's going to cost money all the time. You know, and it's so rough. you have to actually be willing to yeah. spend to yeah. spend that money right. to. to to figure out how much so, pre-treat needs to go on this particular yeah. shirt versus another one or whatever. You There's know? Gonna, the, the money part of it, uh, you can do a lot of it fairly inexpensively, but it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. You're in, but you're trading time. Yeah. Uh, and don't try to do it all at once either. Learn an aspect of it. Like I've, I've kind of got in over my head sometimes trying to do everything all at once. Yeah. And Guilty as charged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we're, we're kind of narrowing down into the things that makes more sense to us right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and DTF for us makes more sense. Okay. Uh, we're not really advertising. We, we can do laser engraving. We do awards and things. We do different mm-hmm. things. You know, you, you sure. guys have a similar shop, I think, with yeah. a bunch of different processes. Yeah. Uh, but I think you guys have also like narrowed down into the print on demand, sure. and you have your processes that just make sense, that mm-hmm. are faster. That, yeah. That, 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 I don't know. Once you figure it out, it's 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 fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna go down a lot of paths before well, you figure it out, most uh, likely, and that's okay. I think that's what you're saying. Another thing too is the path doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's never an end. Point. Yeah. Like it, yeah. you continue to learn, you continue to push it, like. If you want to be an industry leader, you have to be willing to learn. After this, I'm going to go see the, uh, the guys over at Rock. They're going to show me under the hood on the now. So mm. we're going to we're going to oh, okay. we're going to look at you know everything because they went through a whole development process too. Yeah, I geeked out with uh, Buck for like two hours uh, <laughs> that same night where I met, when I met you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, 
I guess you're going to have a better time if you're a nerd. Like, <laughs> sure. You're going to, like, if you're willing to geek out on, on some cool stuff yeah. like, and, and be passionate about it, you're going you're, you're gonna to have a lot more success. Yeah, right for on. sure. That's awesome. Well, dude, thanks so much for, yeah, again yeah. For, for carving some time out this morning. I'm glad we were able to make it work. Sure. We had chatted about it since we met on Friday night. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hang with Brandon you. Brandon just uh, actually, I think you joined our Facebook group. I did. Yeah, and so if you guys want to reach out to him, you can reach out to him there uh, if you got a question for him. Is there any other way? Yeah, plug your stuff. Your uh, business is Total Promotion Company. Uh, on Instagram, it's Total Promotion Co. Uh, I think it's the same thing on Facebook. Uh, I kind of suck at social media. I'm trying to get better. Uh, my next hire is going to be some hottie that, you know, just a Gen Zer that knows yeah, what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, somebody that already lives in that world yeah. uh, and help bring that style into our brand. We're going to be do, doing some rebranding, too. Okay. Sure. Uh, I mean, I bought the business. It was called Total Promotion Company. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to change everything right away. Right. Sure. But right. now that we're, our business is changing, now yeah. we can start doing some DBAs and start playing with some things. Yeah, so. yeah, cool. That's awesome, yeah. man. Well, yeah, he's gonna be in the Facebook group. Hit him up, ask him questions. Oh. Um, yeah, go ahead. Totalpromotioncompany.com. You can get all the details okay. there too. So cool. it is sweet. And before we go, we have to get a dad joke from you. Oh yeah, shit! Because you are a guest. Yep. Oh. They just come out naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a repertoire of them. Uh, <laughs> We should have reminded him. We should have. This, this isn't. This isn't kind. It's very on. Very on the spot. It is very on the spot to do, but you know. Or we could. We could think about it, and then we'll record it separately, like we did the other dad jokes. I'm much better right after beer in me. <laughs> Get a couple beers in me, and the dad jokes just start flowing. My, I, the greatest thing is making my kids like groan. Like, oh yeah. That's. That's like, like it's the best. It's, it's not know. a good dad joke unless you, your kids are embarrassed. Yes, that's like, right. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh god, dad, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, those are the best dad jokes to have for sure. That's awesome. Well, yeah. So we can do that. We'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll let you kind I'll of think of a good wrap one. it up. Yeah. We'll do the thing, and then you guys yeah. will have to listen after after the final. Uh, the, you know, the music plays and whatever. Yeah, after we'll come the back outro. and yeah. we'll do the dad joke. Yeah. How about that. Yeah. Let's do it. That or, works. Or or. or I'll give you two dad jokes next time we do a podcast. You guys come out to Vegas and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to shortchange the listeners, so we'll That's come true. back in a second. Yeah, right. yeah we'll All come right. back. Wrap so this it's, thing it's up. It's a post credit scene, as it were, uh, for the dad joke. But yeah, thanks you guys so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, again, Brandon's going to be in the Facebook group. Pitonamancast.com slash Facebook is where you go to find the group, join the family, join the conversation, join the community, and let us know what you think and if you have any other questions. If you don't do social media, I don't blame you. You can. In- Email Travis and I, info at printondemandcast.com. Mm-hmm. where you can reach out to us if social media is not your thing. And as always, wherever there are podcasts, the POD cast is there for you. Whether it's Anchor or Spotify or Apple or Google, wherever, we are there for your listening pleasure. Do us a favor, though, if you're happening to be listening on the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. Five stars is preferable, of course, but <laughs> any review will do. Uh, and just leave us uh, let us know what you think of the show your favorite dad joke your favorite guest ask Brand- you can ask Brandon how he maintenances that beautiful beard he has right, right now uh, all you gotta sure. do is just stop shaving it's <laughs> <laughs> so easy oh uh, yeah so again thank you guys so much we'll be back next week for Travis I'm Josiah thank you again to Brandon Mills for being on the show and we'll see you next week right here on the Print On Demand cast see ya Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. All right, here we are, post-credit scene. For sure, the first time we've recorded this, not the second time at all. Uh, for the dad jokes, what happens when there's firsts in print on the Madcast history, we somehow inevitably do something wrong and don't capture the full magic. So, with that being said, we are going to do this week's weekly dad joke as promised. And so, Brandon, you are our guest. Yes. You're going to go first. Hit it, brother. So hit right. us with this week's print uh, dad joke of the week. All right, well, being that we're in Long Beach at uh, Impressions Expo, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, there's shirts everywhere. Right. Uh, and the other day, uh, it was the Sandmar, Sandmar booth. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy in there that was stealing shirts in order of size. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, turns out he's still at large, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not able to find a large shirt in the entire place. <laughs> Go to the American Apparel display. That's all they're giving away. Yes. Is, I love it. Is large t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so okay, we got the I got the printout of Maycast uh, Weekly Dad joke for yeah. you guys. Yeah. So why is it that? There have never been aliens that have visited our solar system. It's because they looked at the reviews. Only one star. <laughs> and there you have it. This week's Weekly Dad jokes. Plural. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, thank you, guys. See you, guys. In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day, every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the Print On Demand Cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.